What's up and what's happening, TPE fam? We're back with another daily dose of leadership where the aim is just to get a little bit better each and every day. My name is Alex Silam, and I'm excited to be in today's daily dose with you all as we discuss the topic of the role of emotional resilience in effective leadership. The role of emotional resilience in effective leadership. But before I jump into that topic, I want to say thank you guys for everybody who subscribed to our channel, who follow us on uh, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the different platforms that we're on. I'm really appreciative of your interaction and your engagement. It definitely helps the channel get more uh, of this content out to more people so more people can grow and more people can ultimately pivot into their next. I have over 20 years of organizational leadership and 15 of those years I've spent in leadership and entrepreneurship. So I've gained a ton of experiences that I just love to share uh, with you guys via the Daily Dose, via the, any other, other uh, content points that we are in. Also, if you want to continue this conversation beyond just this content, if you say, man, I'm, I'm really ready to take my leadership to the next level. Um, I want some direct coaching. I want some direct mentorship. Head over to alexseal.com. That is alexseal.com and book a discovery call where we will discuss the uh, what you are looking for, uh, what kind of plan we can kind of put together for you in order for you to help you get to that next level in your life. That next level might be starting a business. It might be getting a promotion within your job. It might be uh, just moving on to the next thing that you want to do, uh, whether that's community involvement or engagement. I am here to help whomever uh, do whatever it is that they want to do to try to, to better themselves and better the lives uh, of the people that are around them. So if you want to get connected to me in a, in a deeper capacity, head over to alexseal.com and book your discovery call today. But uh, now we're going to jump right into today's topic. And I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time uh, here. I just want to make sure that I just let you guys know uh, how and why uh, emotional resistance resilience is important in being an effective leader. This is particularly, I think, important when you're talking about working with multi-generational teams. I think that's just been a buzz, uh, uh, buzz phrase for the leadership community here lately over the last year or so, because when we think about the different uh, nuances and the different uh, effects that the generations bring to the table, uh, it, it, I think there's a lot of great things that different generations bring to the table, but there's also things that we just need to acknowledge. I feel like as a leadership community, when it comes down to leading people that are outside of the way we think or outside of the way we interpret things, because I feel like um, every generation that comes uh, later on, there has to be a work in building their emotional resilience. I had to um, build my emotional resilience in different ways, whereas I felt like uh, for me generationally, you kind of grew up, you know, being not say the tough guy, but trying to pushing through uh, certain things, not letting uh, or giving certain things gravity enough to impact the way you go about doing things. And that's a 
that's a skill that's developed over time to be able to compartmentalize and, uh, and to be able to put certain things, certain feelings to the side. Whereas it, there's some people who that might be more difficult for or other generations that might be more difficult for. And so uh, I want to just have a conversation around why it's important to build this resilience. And the number one, uh, number one topic here uh, in this conversation is developing self-awareness and emotional um, regulation skills, developing self-awareness and emotional regulation skills. And so for me, a lot of times I have to really tap into and being self-aware in in terms of how I come across, how I receive people, um, and just how I overall interact with with individuals as a leader. A lot of times, uh, I think the leader forgets how heavy their voice might be in the room or how important their voice might be to other people. And sometimes, and it's just, it's just me, I've been caught saying things off the cuff or in jest where I didn't mean any harm by it. I really was just saying, uh, making a comment in passing. And that passing comment to me was a much heavier comment to maybe somebody who was new into leadership um, and they were not emotionally resilient enough to be able to receive the comment for what it was. And so myself as the leader, I have a couple of decisions to make in that um, in that moment. I can uh, be not self-aware and just ignore the signs of, of maybe something I've said or maybe something else someone else has said and how they're reacting to it. Or I can have the wherewithal to, to acknowledge where I uh, maybe uh, was bruising from an emotional standpoint. Um, and so I think that self-awareness, when you when you have a, a passion for making sure that you're heard in the way that you want to be heard. Um, I know a lot of times for me, I, that's something that I'm passionate about. I think in the moment when <clears throat> I receive a, a situation where uh, I might not necessarily agree with how things are being done my knee-jerk reaction is to push back but ultimately i come to the realization after i sit with a situation for a little while that it is in my best interest is in the business's best interest for me to continue to try to figure out how can i um, learn to connect with the individuals and, and tailor my, my conversation and tailor the things that I say uh, to people in a way that they will, they'll be more willing to take what it is that I want to, how I'm wanting to come across and what I'm wanting to say uh, to them. So being self-aware is very important. And then just those regulation skills, like knowing um, when, really just knowing when to say what and to who, um, knowing what you can say to who, when, and where. I think, you know, that scope and that uh, mix of parameters are very important. Um, there's going to be certain conversations that you can have with um, uh, certain team members that you may have longer tenure with that's been in a leadership capacity at a certain length as you just you have to understand and know when and how to regulate your emotions so the having that self-awareness and then uh regulation regulating your emotions i think is the number uh you know this is our first topic the second topic is going to be uh building coping mechanisms for stress and adversity and so if you're doing, you know, I always say this, and I say if you're doing anything of note and merit, there's going to be some level of adversity and stress 
um, if you're not playing it safe, right? And I'm not saying not playing it safe in terms of putting yourself in jeopardy, but when you're not trying to just uh, run along with the status quo and you're wanting to really push the envelope uh, on your own development, on your business's development, um, trying to, to, to really scale and grow and build, there's going to be some level of stress and adversity. Just there's, there's probably a, a healthy level of stress for you right now just in trying and in an and attempting to do the business that you're wanting to do. If you're starting out new in a business, your first week, first six weeks, first six months, <clears throat> they might be a bit difficult and, and you might not be getting the amount of clients that you're wanting to get. You might not be getting the amount of sales that you're wanting to get. And, and that a lot of that has to do with the fact that of you're just new in business and you're figuring it out. But at your human. So that's going to create some level of stress, some level of perceived adversity. And you're going to start to think about, well, you could really jump into uh, the, the, the negative thought pool of you're not good enough. You're, 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 you're not smart enough. You're not this, you're not that, but you have to learn to have different mechanisms to be able to deal with these stressors and adversity. And this is not the only level of stress and, and adversity that you can deal with. There's so much more in the, uh, that can happen when you put yourself in the marketplace to, buy, to try to be competitive and to try to um, gain uh, and, you know, gainful income uh, by being an entrepreneur, by being a leader. It just it comes with as you continue to climb and grow and build, it comes with the stress. You become a target for just different things that that can exist and different things that can happen. So but you got to have those. Uh, what is your, you know, your coping mechanism? It could be something as simple as, hey, I, for me, you know, one of my maybe mechanisms is just to get out whatever it is that I'm feeling. So I'll talk to my wife uh, primarily about just the things that I got going on, that the, the, the different pinch points and the different stressors. And that can be a very simple way if you strategically and systematically say, well, at the end of each day, you know, I'm going to unpack and decompress with my spouse. And I know that in that conversation, I'll find the, the solace and I'll find the peace that I need to continue to doing what I'm doing. Because I, at one point I was stressed and I needed to talk to somebody and that's the person I talked to. So that might, you know, who is that person for you? What's that community or village for you? And there's other things that you can do, whether that's exploring a hobby. You know, one thing definitely that probably would would, would uh, have a multitude of benefit is just working out. Uh, working out could be a coping mechanism. You know, that could be a way of, of you dealing with the stress and adversity in your life. Um, making, you know, getting around content that speaks to some of the things that you're going through and getting that refueling through that podcast or through that YouTube channel. So that's a lot of different ways that you can deal with uh, this this uh, particular topic. Find the thing that works best for you and kind of put lean into it and make sure that you're uh, exercising it consistently. And last topic um, is inspiring resilience in team members through support and encouragement. Um, I, everything, you know, a lot of things we talk about here on a daily dose, there is a community in, uh, element to it in terms of building the atmosphere and the culture of the place that you're working at. And this is no different. And so you want to try to help your 
teams become emotionally resilient because here's the thing you know if you think that you as the leader or the person that's at the top of the organization if you're getting attacked by uh different things or if the different stress points coming towards you and different adversity coming towards you you got to know that that your teams that you're leading are definitely dealing with a little bit of the same thing and so how do you combat that as um, a leader how do you um, help assist them in growing in those areas and I think that the one, number one thing that you can do is provide encouragement and support to those people um, the person you know as true Kathy the the founder of chick-fil-a uh, he had he used to have a quote uh, or more so a question that turned into a quote and he would ask the question how do you know a person needs to be encouraged or motivated um, and the answer would be if they're breathing so the the thought is is that Anybody that is trying to live, any living person, they need encouragement to continue to go on and continue to do the things that they are uh, desiring to do. And so as the leader, you need to recognize the need to continuously encourage and support and build up and grow the people that you're working with because um, <clears throat> or the people that's in your organization, because it is important to for, for their resilience, their emotional resilience um, to develop through your through you supporting them through the times that are tough a lot of times people don't know how to say when things are tough or they don't know how to articulate themselves uh, when they have uh, stress or when they feel like things aren't fair and so it's up to the leader to be able to identify when those things are happening in a t in a team member or a member of their team and then being able to sow into them positively to help them understand that hey you can get through this you are going to get through this and when you do those things you definitely start to build and grow the community um and and the resilience in your team so thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's daily dose I think today was a, a great uh, daily dose talking about the role of emotional resilience in effective leadership. I believe if you work on these three things that we just discussed, you will continue to build your leadership and become more effective. So thank you guys so, so very much. Don't forget to go to alexhill.com and book your discovery call. Let's get uh, let's continue this conversation. Let's figure out how can we continue to help you grow in your leadership so you can help get to the next level and the next phase in your life. And until next time, TPE family, peace.